following is a presentation of the Black Hollywood Live Network, the first online broadcast network dedicated to African-American entertainment. Hollywood Redefined. From Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is Black Hollywood Live. Let's talk about sex. Featuring in-depth discussions on dating, intimacy, and relationships. Black Hollywood Live. Hollywood Redefined. You're listening to Black Hollywood Live. And now, the host of Black Hollywood Live, let's talk about sex. Hey. Let's talk about, um. <laughs> can I get that out? I don't uh, like where that uh, out. Uh, uh, Move it out. Hey. Let's talk about you and me. Come on, Let's Todd. talk about all the good things <laughs> and the bad things that may be. Let's talk about sex. Pump, pump, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> we are back with another exciting episode of Let's Talk About Sex here on Black Hollywood Live. I know you guys missed us. We missed our yes. favorite topic, talking about the good, the bad, the ugly, the raw. Let's talk about sex. And I'm your host, Spicy Madi, joined with my co-host, Kevin John. Yo, what's up? Kevin, you're going to be bringing the funny. Try to try to go easy on our special <laughs> guest today, okay? Go yeah. easy? Yeah. You said it like I normally go hard. <laughs> we heard you go hard. <laughs> we also have Dre Renee co-hosting with us in the building. Hello, hello. Bring her sweet, precious self. Yes. And our special <laughs> guest today is a celebrity dating coach, infamous international dating coach at that. Todd Valentine has joined us today. We have the the, the blessing of having him here in the building. Yay. Welcome, Todd. Thank you. Thank and this you. stud muffin right near here All knows his right. stuff. He is he wow. is the cutie pie that you see on this screen right here. He is a he's been in the business for only for about eleven years now. Wow. But he also uh, goes out. He, he says he's very hands on with the men that he's training. And so we want to hear a little bit about how this dating, coaching, and dating business works. So, Todd, tell us a little bit about it. Uh, yeah, basically, I take guys out uh, pretty much every weekend and a lot of times during the week as well. Uh, I take them to bars, clubs, parks, social gatherings, anywhere where you can meet women. And I basically make them do that. I make them talk to girls, show them how um, I demonstrate for them. Sometimes, like, if they're talking to a girl, I'll, I'll come up and whisper in their ear what to do, even put, like, their hands on the girl for them, like, <laughs> no whatever, whatever they need. Uh, and then we do um, a lot of theory, like, sort of um, what they need to do ahead of time and then afterwards go over what they did well, what they did poorly, what they can work on, that sort of stuff. So, so let me get this straight. You're kind of like the Mac Daddy when it comes to talking to women, and you <laughs> tell them how they need to holler at women. Pretty much, yeah. Like Will Smith and Hitch, right? Right. You're, you would be compared to like the white boy version of Hitch. Yeah, I get, <laughs> I, I get that, and then I get uh, like Ryan Gosling from that that movie. I don't know. Oh, but, Ryan Gosling, yeah. yes. Yeah. What Crazy, is it? Sexy Crazy, love? sexy love. Yeah. yeah, that was such a good movie. Such that was a movie. great character in that film. That's mm-hmm. a great person to be compared to. I know. Like, I'm always very flattered. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, if you think I look like Ryan Gosling, I'll take that. I'll take now, it. I'm curious. Would you ever tell a guy that you're out with that you're, you know that that's trying to woo women? Would you ever tell a guy if a guy was like, "That's a girl I want to holler"? Would you ever be like? Yo, she's out of your league. Give up. No. Oh. So, wow. I, I, I'd want them to try. Even even if they fail miserably, I'd want them to try. I, my, one of my big policies is the girl may reject you, but you should never reject yourself. Oh, nice. So you That's know. a good philosophy to live yeah. by. It is. And what qualifies you or what made you uh, the expert in this business? I massively misspent my years in college. <laughs> I probably destroyed my career, uh, like prospects in any other career besides the one I went into. Um, <clears throat> I went into college as basically like Mr. Like most likely to succeed and all that kind of stuff, and I came out as like poor GPA, but I chased a lot of girls in my four years there. And um, mm. 
then I met up with some other people that were kind of in the industry starting out a business and I, I linked up with them and I've been doing it ever since. And right now you're at Real Social Dynamics, which is a dating coaching company. That's correct. And what is, what is your position there at this company? Um, my position is called executive coach. Basically, executive. Executive Ooh, coach. Yeah. Gosh. Do you hear that, yeah. ladies? <laughs> well, basically, it, it's me and six other people that do the same thing as me around the world and we do programs every single weekend, um, everywhere. Um, basically anywhere that speaks English. Well, you know, here on this show, we we focus primarily on relationships and love, but mostly sex. Mm-hmm. And we, I know that part of uh, the one of the fears and nervousness in dating is, you know, getting past phases one, two, and then finally making it to three to get to the home run. Do you help guys get to the home run? I do. So you can be kind of considered a sex spurt as well. Yeah, definitely. I would I would consider myself like a seduction spurt, if you will, <laughs> if you want to make up a word. But yeah, I, I do teach the sex stuff as well, for sure. Well, and this is going to be great because today's episode is about the female orgasm, and a lot of men don't know anything about it, and neither really do a don't. lot of women. They just know that they wash it every day, and you know, pee comes out, <laughs> but they don't really know how their body works. So today's episode is going to be just about that, the female anatomy and the female orgasm. And so we want to hear all your opinions on that. And so before we get started, we always. Start off with Hollywood Hotties doing the naughty. Yes. Okay. And uh, today on Hollywood Hotties doing the naughty, People Magazine has reported that, um, or OK Magazine has reported that Jay Z, yeah, same thing, that Jay Z and Beyonce are now getting uh, counseling or therapy because of some problems that they've been having in the past. I think that's good. Yeah, problems like maybe Beyonce's sister's a psycho or something. <laughs> <laughs> that may be a start. Uh, but I don't know. T- to me, they always seem like the perfect, really? you know. Really? Seems like it's the operative word. Seriously, they're like Mm-mm. the Will and Jada of the music scene. No. You know. I think Hold on, Dre, you shaking your head. What's I up? I just feel like they try so hard to, like, never have any, like, cracks in the foundation and be too perfect. And people like that, I feel like, have the most problems. Like, I feel like they're never just, like, genuine. It's just, like, oh, we're good. We're fine. Everything's great. Even after that, what happened with Solange, they didn't even address it. You know, I just feel like they're just too perfect. So I feel like they have a lot of problems. So you feel that they're fronting for the media. They're putting on a facade. Yeah, because Beyonce, she never likes to, like, have anything going on, any drama, any issues. It's always, like... (laughs) It really is. It is. Ty, what do you think? I don't know. I think... If you do put up a united front as a couple, I mean, like, what's the alternative? Like, openly hating each other? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. I think you, you probably love each other more if you're willing to, like, go at it together than if you're openly separated, right? Yeah. Well, that, but then when you're in the public eye, like these two, you, you probably have to. feel more pressure yeah. to of have course, to, you know, course. keep up that facade just, and keep it Sometimes fake. it's robotic, where it's like, of course, I'm not saying they should air all of their dirty mm-hmm. laundry, but they just, it just seems too, like, we are happy all the time. <laughs> I, you know, I love oh that God. Daft Punk uh, voice you just did right there. Uh, but no, I was going to say, it did not look robotic when they did the Grammy performance, okay? That I looked like they that. were dry humping each other oh, on that, stage. Yes. Okay. That seemed very relaxed and <laughs> swag I mean, I'm sure they have a great sex life. Nobody's doubting that. No. They have a precious little baby from it. But um, with any marriage, there's going to be problems. Sure. Yeah. But you don't know every single person that's having problems, whether they are at your work or... You know, a friend. Yeah. You don't always know everybody's business unless they share it to you. So they just happen to be in the public eye and are choosing as well to not share it with us. Right. But OK Magazine found out first, so <laughs> that they're going to therapy. I think they're going good. to therapy. I think it's a good thing. And of course, they haven't confirmed nor denied, mm. but their sources say they probably should. That's it. Yeah. I mean, it, it's. I think sometimes also when you're that powerful and that rich, you think you're above certain things, mm-hmm. and it's good to see them humble themselves and be like, you know what? Maybe we do need to go to therapy. Yeah. Maybe we need to see a 
counselor. I think it's healthy to, to know that you can have help in your life, yeah. wherever you're at, right? I now, mean, Todd, do you help marriages as well? Do you ever coach uh, married men on how to date their wives? Or just single men? I haven't really done that so much. Um, it's it's not the niche we really market to, so to speak. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, I, I do teach people in relationships, and a lot of times my clients will go out and get into relationships after the training, and they'll email me and ask me questions then, so I'll help them that way, but um, yeah, it's not, not our major niche. Have your connections resulted in a lot of marriages, or just... Yeah, actually, uh, surprising. It's funny, though, because a lot of guys are, like, sheepish about it because it's kind of, like, because my vibe and the way I portray myself is kind of a little bit player-ish. Um, oh. And so... Um, I can see by the blue polo you're wearing right there. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> this guy's ready to score. <laughs> uh, so a lot of times they're, like, sheepish about it. They're like, yeah, you know, I got into a relationship. I'm sorry I let you down. I'm like, no, 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 that's good. This is, I, I approve of this. Right. This is positive. Um, so, yeah, we've had a lot of guys get married. I've been invited to a wedding or two. It's... It's not bad. Nice. Wow, and to know that you're responsible for that as well, you yeah. know. It's flattering. It, it is, because it's funny. I recently played Love Connector for a, a wedding that's going to be happening oh sometime in the soon future. <laughs> I'm not going to spill any beans or say who it is. <laughs> um, I don't know who it, he could be talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin's throwing me under the bus yeah. here. <laughs> <laughs> what makes you think I'm talking about you, Spicy? Yeah, 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 yeah. But, but, but it is something that's beautiful. When you get to help couples or people find love that almost thought that it was impossible Mm -hmm. and so that's part of maybe what your gift is is you know seeing how to pull out people's best so that other people see it as well right definitely yeah what seems to be the biggest problem that you address when you're getting couples or single people most guys are incredibly shy like you'd really? be, um, you'd be astounded. Well, because the thing is, yeah. like, as as a girl, right, you get approached by a lot of guys, but you get approached by the guys that aren't shy. Um, so it's like ten or twenty percent of the guys oh, doing ninety so percent of the approaches. Population that aren't right? coming up to us. Yeah. I mean, I'm, there's like three and a half billion guys on the planet. They're not all approaching right. you, right? There's like some <laughs> tiny segment that's no, approaching a lot of women. <laughs> that is true. And so, how do you break them of that? And those ones are thirsty. Because if someone's yes. shy, they're shy. How do you break that? Uh, I think that, well, there's a couple of things, introverted versus extroverted, and that, that's like what your social preference is. But um, I think a lot of people are shy just because they haven't had a lot of positive social feedback and reinforcement. Mm. And mm. if you give them like good experiences and let them know what's possible, then they'll start to come out of that shell. I mean, you could take like the most like like nerdy introverted guy and put him in a circle of other nerdy introverted guys where he's like a little like higher up than them and he'll become like the leader right he'll he'll, he'll step up so I think we all have that in us but we have to give ourselves permission to do it so I think it's just a lack of confidence that they have definitely now would you would you say that there are certain guys that may be extroverted but are just afraid when it comes to talking to women like that's just uh, a difficult you know, thin yeah. line for them to cross. Yeah, for sure. Like no, no guy wants to be rejected by it. Of course. They always like that say, sucks. By the way. Bye-bye. Yeah. No, I think I think most guys want to believe that they could win a fight, pick up a girl, and make money. <laughs> like, if you do those three things, <laughs> you're true. like you're essentially got it together as a man. And so to admit that like you're you're not good at that, or to like have a, an issue in that, it's, it's hard to come out with it for sure. Um, and so a lot of guys just shy away from it. I mean, that was me growing up. I was really good at a lot of things, but I just shy around girls because I didn't want to fail. I didn't want to be the guy that was bad with girls. I prefer to be the guy that's just not focused on girls. Exactly. Oh, that's a great one. Avoidance. Like Avoidance. That is really well, good. Uh, one thing that I think that you said, you know, that was interesting was that uh, people don't want to admit that they're bad at something. And so if you can avoid it, then 
you don't have to address it. Right. So that also plays into orgasms. Some men don't want to address the fact that they don't even know what it is and how to create one for their partner or whoever it is that they're sleeping with. Yeah. So either they're just not having sex or they're just focused on their own self-gratification. Sure. And so our job here on Let's Talk About Sex <laughs> is to educate and help you guys. So we're going to get into what is yes, an orgasm. <laughs> okay, I want to hear your guys' opinion on what you think that an orgasm is because it's probably close to the rest of America. Todd, what do you think an orgasm is? You mean is? like physically what's an yeah. orgasm? What do you think an orgasm is? Um, I think an orgasm is when a girl is so stimulated that um, and, and and releases, and then her body—I don't know the physiological thing—but like it's it's essentially there's this is gonna sound gross. There's like certain <laughs> fluids and mucus that, that that come down and come out. And um, the other thing I know is that the more the more turned on a girl is, and the more her body's trying to become pregnant, like biologically with the guy, oh. the more likely she is to have it. So that has to do with foreplay and also technique. Interesting. Well, okay. Very comprehensive answer. I like, I, I I try, like that I don't know. answer. And graphic. I like the <laughs> answer though. I want to hear Kevin's because I know yours is going to be probably like absolutely wrong. So I want to hear. <laughs> <laughs> Just, I don't know nothing about Kevin, orgasm. I want to hear what now. you think an orgasm is. <laughs> Uh, see now I'm afraid to answer because maybe I'm so wrong. Oh, dang, I didn't do Todd's positive reinforcement. Yeah, right. I know. <laughs> feel under that bus, Kevin. She reciprocated it. Um, you know, to me, an orgasm, <laughs> at, le- at least for men, oh. is that seven seconds. Ooh, we're, seven's good. So that, that seven You're seconds. Like, that's a long time. Uh, yeah, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> were you guys just acting out what an orgasm is? is that, it's a good one. Yeah. Oh, right. Goodness. I hope you guys don't do that with your men at home. Like, uh, I hope I do. <laughs> I hope I do. And then you would ruin his orgasm for him. He'd be like, okay. So anyways. Uh, orgasm. Yes. That was like thriller. All right. So, anyways, uh, all right. Uh, all right. Okay. So, what is an orgasm? No, an orgasm is that you know the the seven seconds that come immediately following the two hours that you just put in. <laughs> if you're me, uh, I can't speak for everyone, um, or two minutes depending on who you are. But an orgasm is is those six to seven seconds where literally. Nothing in the world Nothing. matters. Oh Nothing. God. Like your house can be burning down. You want that. Somebody right? can be yeah. shooting a gun at you. You yes. just have no. You're just yeah. zoned out. You're, yeah. um, you yeah. know, you're in a state of hallucination. Basically, I mean, it is. It, it's so great that it's like a pinch me, I'm dreaming kind uh-huh. of thing. When you experience those, and usually it's accompanied with ejaculation and other bodily fluids, like you said the earlier. Physiological. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Th- thank you. Mm-hmm. If you want to get. But it's that moment where yeah. nothing matters. You know what I heard was um, in the book Choke, they, they refer to it as beautiful, perfect nothing. That was Ooh, like the, the, the phrase. Like that. Like beautiful, beautiful, perfect, perfect nothing. That's what it's like. It is. Yeah. It's, beautiful. it's so beautiful and Not perfect. Not every time, but the good ones, yeah. So, I, okay, well, I guess some, some orgasms aren't, you know. Now, let's get a female's perspective because what? I would I want to hear what Drea thinks that it is. Describe what you think that an orgasm is or how would you even explain it to your daughter? Ooh. Well, pretty much a combo of what they both said, where for me, it's like this euphoric, well, the good ones, euphoric, fantasy-like experience. And especially when you're really connected with somebody, it's like this otherworldly thing. Mm -hmm. I mean, I've had orgasms where I literally felt like I just took a bunch of drugs. 
like straight up. Like, <laughs> you yeah. sure you weren't drugged before the orgasm? <laughs> <laughs> no, I was not. Like the type of orgasms that will make you like crazy and will kill somebody if they touch a man. Well, you know what, I'm what most people don't know is that the male orgasm is fe- is similar to the female orgasm in the sense of it's blood rushing to your private genital, and so for the for the female it's the same way. Blood is rushing to her clitoris, and so when blood rushes there, that's that hot feeling that yes, you get, just like as Lord. if you're working out your your you know your body heat is rising so you're feeling that sensation but um you your you it floods the pelvic area and your breathing pattern speeds up and so does your heart rate and sometimes your nipples will come become erect as well and the lower part of your <laughs> vagina <laughs> narrows in order to grip the penis and yes. I didn't even know that. I didn't know that you didn't your know lower that? part of your vagina was narrowing to grip it. I was like, oh, that's why he fell in love with me. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> but, but most people don't understand that there's, the, you know, this entire process that goes with it. A lot of people just think, you know, okay, why well, insert? And a lot of females just think, why well, spread my legs? Mm-hmm. So there's actual, you know, biological process that goes with the the you know big o as we call it but i always wonder if men and women feel it the same way like if it's exactly the same experience that's that's a very good question for men I, and women i think what you have to focus on to determine i guess the the amount of feeling between men and women is you got to look at the eyes like no seriously that is how the, the eyes determine the level of orgasm scale that it was on huh. seriously <laughs> Todd, is this if you true? look at your partner's <laughs> eyes everyone's like keep it real no 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 no. look at spice ne- next time any of you guys well, are usually my the, neck might be thrown I mean I don't know depending on the position <laughs> So. Also depends. Okay, yeah. but but then I'll give you the scientific version of what. <laughs> <laughs> because the eyes don't lie. Uh, true, they do not. Okay, according true. to Women's Health magazine, <laughs> um, that Big Bang moment is when the uterus and vagina and anus all contract oh, simultaneously, eight second it. intervals. And so it is kind of like that, like what Kevin said. He was close. Kevin said seven seconds. It's it's, got to have that thriller. But it also can consist. A small orgasm can consist of three to five contractions, and a biggie ten to fifteen. So if a man really put it down, Mm -hmm. ten to fifteen seconds. That's like that. I think you would be dead (laughs) after that. But. Yes. You know, <laughs> that, that is true. I that love is those true. Orgasms where you like cannot move, where you're like, oh. That's where I'm oh. training CPR don't for like those the, exact moments. Like you know? the, the, the ones where you have like aftershocks. Yes. yes. So you're like, oh, yeah. don't touch me. Don't touch me. Now, and also, if you find that your <laughs> your female partner is more irritable than usual, what it could be too is that she also can be suffering from blue balls, just like a man can that as is well. Very true. She can have. She can have. She can need mm-hmm. to release that pressure as well. And so sometimes, you know, there's that myth. Oh, she just needs a little sex or you know dick in her life it's, it's probably true yeah so how do you how do you know like is it, it like how would i know if a woman needs a little bit of um penis <laughs> <laughs> todd can you help me out with this you know everything can you spot them out and be what? like man that woman needs to get her that's a great question can you spot well, them out? Yeah. can you spot I, a female that needs to get laid yeah it, uh, yes and no, actually. Uh, but <laughs> I'll say, if you do this, you're a freaking genius. Okay. Okay. He's like, that one right there. Go. I, I, I think I can, but I'm not sure quite how. Like, okay. um, w- number one, I just teach everybody, assume they do. Because you're, you're in better shape <laughs> assume assuming they, they do, do. Right? Because mm-hmm. if, if you assume they do and you're right, you'll act correctly. If you assume they do and you're wrong, at least, you know, you're making an approach and you're going with confidence. So it's well, not, it's not the worst. Well, you come off as a pervert, but well, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, assume yeah. they do, but take it slow. Like, don't assume they're going to, like, go with you in, like, five minutes. You know what I mean? Like, uh, you want to take your time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Unless you're getting a massage. Go ahead. But yeah, I do think there are, there are signs, though. I mean, like, there are times when I will just walk up to a girl and you just know, like... 
she she looks you in the eye a certain way, and you just like know that you can like just make out with her right then, or you oh, know wow. like she's like aroused instantly. So uh, it's it's definitely there. Um, I don't know if that's so much. It could be blue balls. It could be just I think it has to do with like ovulation and stuff like that. Too. Oh, ovulation plays a big part yeah. as well because mm-hmm. she's definitely more amen. You know, horny yes. when when a, when a woman is ovulating because she mm-hmm. wants to breed, she wants to mate. What what is your advice to men when? They see a woman and they're attracted to her. They want to approach her. How long do you think that they should wait before they start talking about sex with her? Oh, okay. Um, Because you you know, sometimes some some guys want to take you home, and they're like, you know, I thought she was going to ask how much, how long should wait before going over and talking to her. I'm like, zero, less than zero. Talking about sex because sometimes Um, that can hurt you from going home with her if that's your for sure ultimate. You know, if that's your ultimate goal, or if you're trying to have a girlfriend, you really should be more careful with that topic. Sure, I think I think it should be broached early, but it should be broached tenderly early. Not like it shouldn't be forced into the conversation. You should sort of hint at it and see if the girl picks up the hint. How early? Um first minute oftentimes but sometimes a little bit longer yeah but like as a hint as a hint as a hint not like not like hey girl i want to like do you right now but like um if she says something kind of that could be misinterpreted sexually oh really right and you just give her that kind of like (laughs) that 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 (laughs) kind of look and you say right and then she'll like i mean no i'm just kidding anyway and then keep going right so the major mistake guys make that that I see, I mean, there's two. There's being be too, being too bold and being too cautious. But a lot of guys are so cautious they never make a move or never make the conversation sexual at all. And so they need to be bringing that up, um, hmm. just not not in an offensive way or not in a way that's really blatant. So my uh, my question to that is, do you think that oh, I guess within the first few minutes of talking mm-hmm. to them and you bringing up, mm-hmm. do you think that's something a woman would be receptive to, or a woman would want to hear? Uh, typically, I mean, again, it depends how you do it. It's not so much like that you do it, it's how you do it, right? If you're just like obnoxious and like nasty about it and like throwing it in their face like awkwardly, then obviously nobody wants that one minute in or 20 minutes or two yeah. hours or ever. Yeah. Right? No. Um, but if you're subtle about it and like just kind of like flirtatious about it, that's, you know. I also think it depends on where you meet the girl too. Because mm-hmm. if you're in a club, I think it's a whole lot easier to be like that versus if I meet someone in a yeah, grocery store or at church, setting. you know. Sure. I think it would be a little like, more. Like, hey, at the grocery store, are you going to buy those cucumbers? But- <laughs> <laughs> but I've had, I've had, I've had, and don't get me wrong, I think every woman wants a man who flirts, and sure. every mm-hmm. woman wants a man who they know is eventually going to eat them out. Like, that's a huge turn on when you know a man wants to put his head in between your legs. Mm-hmm. It's a huge turn on for yes. women. Now, Same the, thing for men. The problem is, the problem is when you let me know you want to do that before even asking me out on a date. That's the problem that I have. And I mm. recently had somebody approach me and they're like, I want to eat you out. I already know I would do it so good. You need this. And I kind of was just like, huh? Bye, and yeah, bye, Felicia. Okay. Like, that's what I felt like before you even asked me out. Like, I was going to turn you down either way. <laughs> but, now but, uh, like... but now you like have no shot of like getting a call back even in two years. No. Like, no, none whatsoever. Yeah. And so I think that when you go straight into the sex, it's an immediate red flag and turn off because that lets us know that's all you want. Yeah, I think I think women decide differently than men. I think uh, the metaphor that I've, yes. I've heard used is like men, men are like a light switch, either on or off. Like, they either want to sleep with a girl or they don't. That's it. Whereas women, it's like a dimmer switch. Which is like there's like degrees. It's like he's you know, possible. Maybe right. it's warming up. It's not warming up. Yeah, and, and so I you agree. Do, you need to kind of spend your time like getting to know the girl. You can't just like just assume like whatever. And, and women want an experience too. The, the other good metaphor is um, imagine like like meeting a girl and having sex like a movie. Right. The, the mm-hmm. last five minutes, the climax is the best part of the movie, but it doesn't mean anything without the rest of the movie. Mm-hmm. Right. So the girl wants the whole movie. She wants well, the experience and the lead up. That that is very true, and, and you with me, like foreplay. Yeah. 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 Can we just watch the last the five minutes, please? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah, exactly. Because I, 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 I can kind of relate to what you're saying about about the movie. You know, most of my experiences with girls have been like the Titanic. You know, extremely long, <laughs> and, you know, not, not short movies. So, no, I, I respect that. Now, the thing I was going to say is, like, you said something um, in regards to, uh, um, okay, a switch off and on. Mm-hmm. I think that men, for the most part, they already know before stepping to meet a girl. They 100%. can tell you. Yeah, they're 100%. They know whether or not they would sleep with her before she even opens up her mouth. Yes. I mean, she can open her mouth, have no teeth. And, you know, like, oh, they they yeah. just be like, okay, that's cool. She just, <laughs> she, she, oh, man. she's got a, I have some weird friends. I'm not speaking for myself. But anyways, um, um, but with women, it's kind of the, I mean, not to say that women can't be physically attracted to a man and look at a man and be like, ooh, he's delicious or They're yummy like, or uh, tasty or stuff. But it seems like for a woman... A man kind of has to put in a little bit of work before you. Cause, yeah, absolutely, because mm-hmm. there are men that I've slept with in my life that, at, on first look, I never would have thought I would have. But then you know, you get to know them, you talk to them, you know, they put the words on, and then you're sleeping with them. But I think for men, yeah, you may know like immediately. But for me, it you never know sometimes. So, 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 have there been certain men? Now this, this goes to both women. Okay. Has there been certain men that you guys have seen and instantly you knew you wanted to sleep with them? Seriously? Yeah. Like, before, like you, it was already there. Like, all he had to it, do was it, just... It's, it's, it depends on where I am in my life and what's going on and what you're looking for. Like, there's been times I was with somebody for a long time. We, I broke up with them or they broke up with me. And then you're in that phase where you just, like, want to get over it. So you see somebody and you want to hook up with them. Versus, like, if I'm looking for a relationship, then things are kind of different. Do you know what I'm saying? Uh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. So you have to be in that specific yeah, mood or phase. Yeah, it's like a mood. Okay. This is where I think I become the square bear. Because for me... <laughs> can be physically attracted to somebody. They could be drop-dead gorgeous, and I still cannot be turned on or want to sleep with them until I know their personality. And I think that's why Mm. I haven't ever had a one-night stand. Because Mm. for me, it has to be mental. You have to make me laugh. We have to vibe. We have to have some things in common. I have to feel a real genuine interest before my panties can even get wet, let alone drop. (laughs) So... There, it's like it's, it's, it, it really is a movie for me, you know. Mm-hmm. The way that Todd had described it, I'm that I'm that exact makeup. So you would probably know how to attack me with your men if you saw me at a bar. Like, <laughs> they just make her feel like it's a movie, and you're good. <laughs> but I mean, you know, it's different. It's like it's like you know, you guys said it's different for men than women because the difference with men is too. Usually, if a man doesn't want to sleep with a woman, it's hard for a woman to try to convince him if he does, if he's not physically or sexually attracted to her. There's not really a chance unless he's doing a pity you know community right. service or exactly. reverse psychology which I don't understand why men haven't figured this out if you try to tell a woman no we're like going to do everything possible to try to sleep with you it's so true very true it is so true oh no I want to get to know you better I'm you like know, what, what? <laughs> I'll show you lying. get to know me okay. Todd since I've been practicing abstinence man panties have been flying oh, off yes. I mean I don't even have a yes. mitt to catch all the panties I'm like stop you know it's coming so you know and it becomes a challenge. You're like, what? Yeah. But for women, if we're not attracted maybe at first or we not we don't think maybe that we want to have sex with you or we don't see a future with you, you can actually convince us based on the way that you treat us. So yes. Enough courting and it's like, you know what? You guys, he actually is really sweet. I think I do like him. Yeah. Now you're in a relationship. I don't exactly. understand that. <laughs> I know. It's so crazy. I, I, I don't know. It just, it just sounds weird that like you cannot, I guess... Instant, um, initially be attracted to somebody, but through courting, uh, because yeah. for us it's more mental and yes. it's about the yeah. feeling that you give us. For men, it's more physical. about the physical at first. 
I, I, I don't know. I, Women, I'm we sorry. have to. There's a certain feeling. Experientially, I'm, I'm with you. I, I, yeah. I, I, I understand. I could like break it down biologically if we had like an hour, but like, <laughs> um, but like, experientially as a man, I'm with you on that. Is weird. Yeah. It just yeah. feels weird to like uh, to not or to like I'm, think of someone as like not sexual and then think of them as sexual later. It's like really exactly exactly. Yeah. Yeah. No, like, you, you it, already it can shift. It just does. That's well. It's the same us. thing with. Um, orgasms it's the same thing it's like almost guaranteed that men will have an orgasm it's yeah. not too hard it's any position you guys mm-hmm. usually can come yep. with women it's more about the emotional connection in that Absolutely. moment did you rub her back did you have foreplay did you, did rub you her back? yeah you a know simple a simple rub on the back or thigh or bum the forehead I'm like, <laughs> I, I think you guys were talking about the difference between making love and having sex no but just the actual getting her in the mood process yeah. if she's had a hard day at work more than likely it's a little bit harder to get her draws off than if a man has had a hard day at work you know he's he's always ready for sex a woman has to be more warmed up why, why is that why, why does it take y'all motors so long to get started where with us you just put the key in the ignition and it's ready to to roll we're just biologically different it's a way. mental it's thing a mental i think thing. i think for women it's Especially a mental as thing i get older i have to be mentally connected otherwise you're just like kind of checked out well, for me, it's more like I'm always horny. You just have to fit the bill of <laughs> who I'm going to let stick it in the hole. So you meet the qualifications. I mean, of course, now I'm in a relationship, but I'm saying, you know, it's it's more about choosing who that yes, partner yes. is going to get to be. I'm saying, but to have that good orgasm that I was just talking about where mm. you're like out of your mind, there has to be some eye connection, too, like during sex. Well, yeah, the thing is, with women, I think there's there's a lot more variety oh. to your sexual experiences than with men. Like, yes. a, a oh, guy, it's a like, point. you know, we have sex for a while and then we come, or we get a blowjob <laughs> and we come, right? It's it's pretty the same, right? And different positions feel a little bit different, but it's, you know, it's Overall penis thing. being stimulated. Yeah. Um, but, like, for, for women, it can be massively different. Like, sometimes you have, like, a clitoral mm-hmm. orgasm, G-spot orgasm, no orgasm. Um, sometimes right. there's foreplay, sometimes there's not. Sometimes you're one part of, of, of your monthly cycle, sometimes you're different. It's, it's all, like, a lot of stuff all going over on, the place. Man. Dr. Kerner, who's in the article for Women's Health Magazine, says that for women to have the most success rate for orgasms, she always recommends the being on top position. Amen. And a huge mm-hmm. part of the wow, problem, you just though, amen on that. I love, mm-hmm. I love being on top, too, but Me a huge too. part of the problem with women being on top is that discomfort of being seen. They get a little bit of insecurity when they are the ones who's getting the focal attention. And so, and it's a little less connected as opposed to missionary position. But that is the a position that's guaranteed because it, you get to stimulate the clitoris and the, uh, you know, the, vag- the vagina as well. So you get to hit the G spot at the same time as the clitoris. I read that 70% of women don't orgasm during sex. That's because the man Which is not I hitting the G spot. Yeah. They haven't spoke to Todd first. That's the problem. <laughs> you know, they need to consult with him. Yeah, uh, Todd, can you guarantee orgasms? Uh, <laughs> good question. Almost, almost, almost. I, I've had girls that I've slept with that haven't come, but for the, the vast majority, yes, definitely. Okay, and to back up what you said, Drea, um, only one third of women get to experience orgasms, and I am part of that. Oh, wait, oh, I'm sorry. Wait, one third. Is that, is that orgasm one, at all or orgasm with a man? Exactly. Only about a third of women experience orgasms regularly during intercourse. Okay. That's so, so sad. But you know why that is, though? Because it's so much easier to get a man off than to get a woman off. Yeah. Like, it, it's, it's so, it, like, pretty much with a man, there's one specific area uh, around the base or the top <laughs> that yep. if you apply pressure to and stroke, it, it's not going to take that long. It really not, if, you, if you're doing the right thing. Um, with women, you got, there, there's, like, different avenues and holes and spots <laughs> and, and, yeah. and moods. Yeah. You got to 
honk and, and squeeze and rub and kiss. Like, you got to be like Inspector Gadget with eight <laughs> hands. You know, there's there's so much more to do. You know, you guys are so complicated. And then you're like, stop, stop, stop. That's it. That's it. That's it. Yeah, right. You know. But, you know, so I guess to uh, support that 33%, I think if you were to ask men how many of them... or got Yeah. <laughs> I, I, at <laughs> Pretty least, much. I mean... Yeah. I mean, what man hasn't orgasmed during any kind of sexual activity, whether, you know... A virgin. Oh. Exactly. <laughs> well, it. That's very true. What people that's don't true. know is that there's an actual, you know, condition called anorgasmia. And it's the inability to orgasm. Ooh, and so, Lord, you know, you have some, everybody has that you know, girlfriend that says they've never had an orgasm. terrible. Everybody yes. has that girlfriend. I've yep, never had I an do. orgasm. I don't know what to do. And nine times out of ten, they have experienced it and they just don't know what an orgasm is. And so that's why we're having this class so that they know that it's the blood rush, the heat sensation, the blood flowing to their pelvic. How did you not know? Yeah, because... Well, a lot of women don't know. They don't know what it is they're feeling. If it's a new experience or you've sure. been having it, you don't know to title that, aha, that's an orgasm. You know, I'm curious. Dude, Dre is just in disbelief like, I've over had there. such great ones. Um, like, I know what <laughs> Those toys must be doing wonders for you. Oh, okay. So anyways, yeah. um, what I was going to ask is, okay, with certain women that suffer from anorgasmia, is do they still is the sex still enjoyable to them if they cannot? Um, you can still orgasm? have enjoyable sex. You just don't get the climax. Just like you can still watch a great movie and not know the ending. You're like, that was a really good movie. I want to see the ending. I want to see the ending. Gosh darn it! I'll try to watch it again tomorrow. Then you try to watch it again tomorrow. Once again, you fall asleep. But you know, it's That's the like torture. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know if I would have sex if I wasn't consistently getting, you know, that explosion I feeling. I don't think I would either. So but you, you women say, do. Okay, this is very personal. You, you say that having, because you've had lots of orgasms, right? Right, that's true. Um, Professional <laughs> orgasmer. <laughs> I'm joking. You should put that on your business card. You under title. Yeah. I'm joking. This is very personal. But when, okay. I, when I first learned how to, like, touch myself as a young boy, um, I I didn't know like I wasn't trying to have an orgasm right like I didn't even like what I was just like it felt good to like you know touch my penis yeah uh, and then one time it happened by accident it scared the shit out of me <laughs> I, I, thought, like, what was I, I thought I, I thought I was bleeding from my oh, penis all of a sudden I'm like oh shit did I do did I break it <laughs> I break it <laughs> it kind of felt good but mostly it scared me but then afterwards I realized what it was and I was like I kind of felt good maybe I'll try and do that again and that's yeah. hilarious yeah that was my first time as well yeah. <laughs> like that's, well that's on? that would be the spicy tip of the episode then we recommend here at Let's Talk About Sex, that you practice some form of masturbation in order to understand or learn your body more so Mm -hmm. that when you do experience these feelings, you start to recognize them and you start to know what you want from your partner or how to make you feel. And so, you know, there are various different types of orgasms and several different ways to masturbate and toys as well. And that will be on another episode Mm -hmm. that you guys have to stay tuned for. Because that in itself, and I'll bring toys in to show you guys the different options of toys that you can use to help you with the masturbation process. But there are things that can help assist. Because once you know your body, then you can tell your partner mm-hmm. what you need as well. Yes, you can. I don't know. That's huge too, by the way. The tell, being able being to, able to communicate. That's, that's probably the that. single biggest reason why most guys suck in bed is they'll never ask. I always tell. But to me, see, I, I, I 100% agree with you, uh, Todd. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think it's awkward sometimes when communicating that because it it's like... It is, but it you is. have it to. It takes away from well, just yeah, the... It, it, it's tough because the vibe you have as a man when you're like sleeping with a girl is you're the leader, you're in charge, you're the man. And you're like, mm-hmm. by the way, I don't know what I'm doing. Can you lead, right? It's, it's, it's very disparate. It's very different from what yeah. you're actually doing to get there. 
For sure. And it, it does ruin the vibe a little bit. But, it you does, know. but you just got to jump yeah. back on but it. But women, are, women are just as nervous, jump though, to talk literally. about what they want as well. Because they don't want to make him feel insecure exactly. or make him feel less than. But mm-hmm. that's why communication is such a huge part. You can be gentle part. about it. Like if, you know. But that's what they, that's what some of these um, doctors are saying as far as trying to help yourself with the anorgasmia is um, relax. That's the first thing is we're so uptight. We want to make sure we do, we're doing it right. We want to make sure we're looking good, you know, yes. but we're making a porno and you're more focused on the way that you're looking than the way that you're feeling or that you're making your partner feel. So yeah. relax. That's the first um first uh, step that they would say communication to reiterate Todd what you said and then also encouragement which you are really good at with your um, dating coaching <laughs> <That's right. laughs> encourage your partner let them know that you're making them feel good mm-hmm. and that they're making you feel good also um, just enjoy just enjoy the ride and then also fantasize and arouse and that comes into like the, you know the foreplay portion. Don't forget about the foreplay. Do not. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> so the last seg. Oh no, go ahead, Kevin. No, I, I, I was just going to ask, what would you describe as great foreplay uh, to the people that may not know? So my, in my personal mm-hmm. opinion, and I'm still practicing new things. Oh, um, <laughs> spicy! Still practicing new. I thought you knew it all. I thought you. Were, I am. No, I am. I am still in training as far as you know. Everything is concerned, and I'm, I'm practicing these things so that I can tell people, you know, when I teach them. But um, one thing that um, I would say that. I love is trying to have sex in different places. Amen. Being, you know, being more open to not just the bedroom, being more open to every room in the house and sometimes even maybe voyeurism, you know, having public sex um, and watching as well. Be an exhibitionist and a voyeur. I mean, and we're so, not trying to go to jail here. No. But I'm saying, like, you know, maybe watch a little porn Shut with your partner. Up, That's, you know, that can be, you know, considered foreplay. Dope, or yeah. you can be in a public park and maybe sneak a little tip in, you know, uh, you know, underneath the picnic blanket. Like, there's d- there's multiple <laughs> things that you can do. Make you sure know. no kids are around. <laughs> <laughs> well, preferably, yes. But, like, don't just do it in the bedroom. Also, do it in the kitchen. Like, there's so many th- different places that you can experience around the house house and do in the bathtub you know there's different things that you can do other than just eating out and giving bobble i'm thinking okay make it an experience a movie yes throw the bhl cups on the ground and you know throw her on top of you know the host you know countertop Oh, is that so? On that note, we'll see you guys next week. Okay, Todd, any tips of foreplay for, you know, the guys that you coach? Sure, yeah. Um, the big thing for me is that all of a lot of, a lot of the, the whole sexual seduction experience should be a bit of teasing, a bit of like yeah. not so direct, not so obvious. Uh, and so on, on a certain level, the girl wants to like know it's possible but not mm-hmm. know she has you. Right. Um, she wants the challenge. She wants to chase that kind of thing. So even up to foreplay and even up to like sex, I let, I love to come like so close and not do it and so close and not do it and so tease and, and, and make, oh, the, make them want it. Don't let her best. Um, yeah. And I, I even like to like, I even like to make girls kind of beg for it, which that's, oh, I, I kind of like. Yes. Um, yes. So what do you say? Okay, beg for it, baby. Uh, beg for it? No. Well, sometimes. Make them no, no, no. no <laughs> more I'd be like, do, do you like that? Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> Well, thank you. I mean, does, does that feel good? Tell me how good that feels. That kind of stuff. Oh, got it, got oh, it. Wow. So you, you, you're very vocal during uh, That's good. activity. It, it depends. It depends on who you know, who I'm with, and the the vibe and that kind of stuff. But yeah, for sure, I can be. I I tend to be very verbose. So use it in the bedroom as well. 
Okay. Well, yeah. while we have you in the hot seat, then we might as well put you, you know, in the naked, naked truth. truth. Bum, yeah. bum, bum. You must bear it all. Okay. <laughs> so, Todd, this is the ending of our show where you have to tell us exactly the truth to the questions that we're going to ask you about your sex life. And you have to bear it all with us. So, have you ever stayed in a relationship with someone just because the sex was really, really good? Mm, not a serious, committed relationship, no. A hookup relationship, yes. Oh. But a serious like committed a, relationship, no, you did not stay with no, them. No, not just for sex. But you stayed in a hookup relationship because the sex was good. Well, I mean, so what does hookup relationship that, is? Saying, it's yeah, all the sex. Right? Yeah, that was basis. a booty call. Yeah, I, was, yeah. I stayed with a booty call because the sex was, was good. Crazy? Yeah, uh, I've dated a couple crazy girls. Yeah, yeah I hooked okay. up with crazy girls. Yeah. What, what is it about crazy girls? How did how does a guy not know that she's crazy in the they beginning? They know. Mm, do you guys like that? Does that turn you so, on? Sometimes you know and don't care. Sometimes <laughs> girls hide it really well. Sometimes girls like roll it out slowly on you. Yeah. Well, I mean, you are a little stud muffin. <laughs> don't we have okay. another photo of Todd? This little this this hottie over here. Can we put another photo up of him just so that we can show everybody who this cutie is that uh, we got in the studio? Yes. Yeah, see, look how he's so Whoa. dapper. Like he looks like Ryan Gosling right there. Like kind of does a mixture right of Gosling and James Bond, it's man. Oh <laughs> yes, he does. Man. <laughs> okay, so like you have to name. To me. I mean, he almost looks like two Tom Cruises. Like, sort of, like he has a lot girl, going I know on. You want it, girl? I That's know what he looks like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for you sure. That's over. that look. That's that eye look you were talking about, Kevin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, the orgasmic eye. The, orgas- <laughs> the yes. orgasmic eye. Yes. yes. <laughs> okay, yeah. Hollywood crush that you would crush. Because this looks like, you know, the face is going to take somebody down. Mm-hmm. Hollywood crush. Like, that you Hollywood. would crush, that you would take down, that you would sleep with. Who in Hollywood? Ugh, there's probably a lot. Um, <laughs> to be Ooh, fair, there's a lot of beautiful girls in Hollywood. Do tell. Uh, first of all, come to mind would be Hayden Pinnacer. I think she's very cute. She's, oh, I'm sure really? she, I think she's involved with someone, so she I shouldn't even go gorgeous. there. Yeah, yeah, she's very cute. But she's she's gorgeous. Cute. Her yeah. face is flawless. Yeah, yeah. She's very cute. She's the Neutrogena girl, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, she has go. that perfect skin. Yes. Okay. That was a, that was a great. Point. I, don't even I know agree who with Hayden you. Is, what? I, I, okay. Crucify me. Did you never Heroes? Yes. You never saw Heroes. I never saw Heroes. Okay. No. I've heard of Heroes. I she know was, about yeah, the show. She's yeah. like the main chick on there. Okay. Yes. Yeah, well, she's a, she's yeah, really really pretty girl. I gotta watch Heroes now. Okay. And then sleeping, eating, or cuddling after sex. Uh, can I cuddle quickly and then sleep? I mean, I'm really exhausted. Like, so I work way too hard. you're the guy that like, to roll over and go to bed. No, no, I, I, I love to cuddle. I really do love to cuddle. I just don't want to cuddle all night. It's just like, it's a sticky and like, I wake up with like, neck all sore and stuff. I'll, I'll so cuddle you, for a little you bit. You don't shower afterwards, I take it. Uh, typically not. I, just, <laughs> yeah, you know. He's the rollover type of guy. No, I, I do like to cuddle. I just I don't want to cuddle all night. Like I right. cuddle for like ten minutes, even twenty, half an hour. And like I love that's to talk. Good. I love to talk after sex. I think that's some of the most intimate conversation. Oh, really? I do. That's nice. I really. Do. I think it's very genuine. Like nobody, nobody wants anything from anybody anymore. You're just happy to being together. It's great. But yeah. then at some point, yeah, I want to sleep. <laughs> so that whole roll over thing that guys do when they're done because they've just released and mm-hmm. the whole females that want to cuddle thing mm-hmm. afterwards, we're going to talk about that too um, next episode when mm-hmm. we get more into um, the female orgasm and masturbation and stuff because there's actual hormone that is released. We'll get into it and break it down of why she wants to cuddle after sex and why he doesn't. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> to be continued, ba ba ba. But Todd, let everybody know, you know, where they can find you if they're interested in your services because you sound like you are, you know, the man to go to. Thank you. And women should probably go to you too if they want to find yeah, out. Women? You know, I, I have. I think my audience is like ninety five percent male, five percent yeah. female. But yeah, there are there are definitely a female audience. Yeah, for sure. Okay. But also too, maybe they can figure out how to avoid, you know, the scumbug. You know, the scumbug that, that comes after them. That twenty percent that I. Obviously, are yeah. 
that are that are very willing to to talk to you, but might not be the best news for you. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. How to how to mm-hmm. avoid that? Because a lot of women attract you know the jerks, mm-hmm. yes. and so but they don't true. know why. Why do I attract the jerks? You know, you and probably push can help the with nice that. guys away. Uh-huh. You know. That's true. Why, why, yep. Now I was gonna. I meant to ask you. Now you, you said you you kind of prep and get men ready to approach a woman and things like that. Do you ever sure. give them pickup lines or things of that sort? Or uh, I try not to do it too much. We used to do that a lot. Like ten years ago, that's like all we did. We're like say this, say this, say this. Oh, Give me a good man. one. Um, I mean, there's a lot of a lot of them was like you and I. One, one of the big ones we used to do is you and I would not get along. Like he says, it, it, it implies this idea of togetherness, but it's like also very like you can't have me, very like chasey oh, kind of thing. Oh, you so, and I would not get along. You and I would that not did, get along. So, so you just go up and say that to them. Yeah, no, no, no. Within and the context of like you're having a conversation, oh, and they do okay. something, she's like, "Yeah, you and I would not get along." Anyway, and then back onto other and things. Then the, the girl's, girl's like, like, "Why would we not get along? What is it? Me? Why, yeah, I, I get along with everybody." Oh, it's uh, and yeah. it makes her like it's a little insecure too. Yeah, yeah. Kind of like this is kind of like the book, the game. It's very similar. Yeah, yeah. that's that's actually like almost literally what we used to do like ten years ago, like when I first got into the industry. Uh-huh. And now it's now it's much more genuine. Now it's much less about faking being that guy who has like abundance and is cool and has his life together and actually more like becoming that guy hmm. so because if you fake it at some point like people see through the facade oh yeah yeah so, yeah of course thing. not especially yeah. if you yeah um, but yeah nowadays what I do is I just basically teach them how to always have something to say I teach them a lot of like how to because guys biggest fear is that I ran out of things to say it's the five minutes of yes. the conversation yes. awkwardness oh. yes that is very true that okay. is very true and then you keep trying to talk and then but see I'm that person <laughs> if someone is not interested I, I can I pick have that trouble up imagining you not having I something thought, to say <laughs> <laughs> I cannot imagine you not having it, anything to say I freeze up when I talk what? to girls I'm not this is uh, honestly got true Shay will tell you I, I, I do I freeze up like, I cannot if it's somebody at all I am just get mute mouth you know <laughs> I don't know what it is what? I honestly don't know but I think it's the fear. I don't, I don't know. I don't so know. So I'm training right now in order to be a certified dating coach as well. I want to mm-hmm. follow in your footsteps. <laughs> and one of the things that I thought was interesting was that, you know, and I didn't know that I already did this as a host, but not to ask yes or no questions or questions oh, that can yes. um, easily be answered or that don't stimulate enough emotion. So instead mm-hmm. of asking where are you from? The question that they answer all the time, every single day, ask something that's more in depth. Like, what's your um, greatest childhood memory from, you know, your right. hometown mm-hmm. or from, you know, your family or whatever? And that brings back like a certain emotional feeling for them and it makes that's them good. share an experience and, uh-uh. with you. So it keeps, you know, the conversation going because that's one thing that has eliminated a lot of men that I've dated as well is they couldn't have a conversation with me right. and I'm a talker. And so if if you aren't, yeah, if you're not stimulating and you're not yeah. intriguing, on to the next. Like I got five other appointments, you know, five other dinner <laughs> dates after this. Okay, like let's keep you know keep it going. So I mean that's you know that's an additional thing that helps as well, Kevin. No, 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 that's good. No, see, this is the thing. I, I, I am a talker. Don't get me wrong, but like it's it's kind of like you said. You know, it's bringing up something that's substantial yeah. or something that's mm-hmm. in depth. Uh, something that you know is is dear to her. Trying to figure out some, trying to be creative. I guess uh-huh. is right and be different. Yeah. And yeah. on different. the first date too, yes. Todd. Tell me if I'm um, wrong or not. But don't ask or don't bring up things like don't try to f- ask questions about your favorite music or your favorite films because those are things that aren't. Um, about you. Mm-hmm. Those are universal. Anybody can have that conversation, but it doesn't describe the way um, that you personally 
view or experiences. Like, it's not talking about you. It's taking the focus off of you and more on, uh, you know, that newest movie that just came out. You know, Captain America or Captain Planet or whatever. Whatever it is, Superman. Whatever it is, the movie that you're talking about, you're talking about that. You're taking the focus off of you. So when they walk away from the date, they're not remembering you, the person, so much as they are, like, the little tidbit things that you talked about. But if you focus the conversation around you guys, you seem more stimulated and into that person. Yeah, 150% 150% agree. That's, I'm that's still learning. Very, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm still learning, Sensei. Yeah. I'm still learning. But I, I thought all that that was interesting because I was like, gosh, I do talk about TV and film sometimes. I know the typical yeah. questions. Where are you I'm from? interested in those things. But, I think it's, yeah. it, it, well, you know, I think also is, too, is not overthinking it. At the end of the day, you're just having a conversation with somebody. Mm-hmm. Whether you're having a conversation with someone at the bus stop, conversation here. And I think sometimes when you're talking to someone of interest, you apply a lot more pressure to that than it actually should be. At the end of the day, mm-hmm. whatever comes up organically in the conversation, you Which is you know probably yeah. why you guys took out the pickup line. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We, we always try and tell people now is um, censor what you say after it comes out of your mouth instead of before. So instead of trying to think like what's the right thing to say, what was she like, How, and then you just get all frozen up and don't have anything to say, oh, just okay. say whatever comes to your mind. And then if it comes out bad, you're like, I'm just kidding, or like <laughs> I, I don't know, even know why I you said that. But anyway, I've used yeah. that before. Exactly, it's much easier, and and you'll be much more charismatic if you're if you're just saying what's on your mind and what's like coming Versus up in like the if moment. It's like a script. Ah, exactly. I like that one. I might have to come see you. Do you need an understudy? (laughs) (laughs) I think you found yourself an assistant, Tom. All right. Sounds good. (laughs) Okay. We we have to wrap up because we're we're getting short on time. But we want to have you back because I feel like there's so much more to learn from you. We're going to have a whole episode dedicated to some of your, like, coaching techniques, maybe. If you can give us, um, you know, some insight. But I want people to be able to find you and where they can, uh, you know, get your services, contact info, Mm -hmm. um, your social media. Let us know. Sure. Uh, yeah, the best place to, to find out about me is my YouTube channel, youtube.com uh, slash rsdtodd. Uh, my blog, valentinelife.com. Uh, and then on social media, it's at rsdtodd or slash rsdtodd, depending what, what social media you're looking at. And Valentine's and your, your real last name? Uh, no, it is not. So <laughs> it's a pseudonym. <laughs> like, what is the real Or you can't but give that out. Your website, yeah, too. Okay. Huh? Your website. Oh, uh, yeah, um, realsocialdynamics.com is, uh, is the real name of the website. Realsocialdynamics.com. Um, and rsdnation.com also, rsd for nation.com. There's yeah. a lot of ways to find you, so there's no way to not find you. Yeah, I'm all Todd over the Valentine. net. I know, yes. Todd Valentine. Can't hide anymore. I'm He's out accessible. There. Yep. <laughs> That's amazing. And Dre Renee, where can they find you? Dre Renee underscore N. And Kevin John? Uh, you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, at HeyKevinJohn, or my website, it's KevinJohn.com. Hey, and you guys can always play with my Twitter day or night or stroke my Instagram <laughs> at Spicy <laughs> underscore Madi. That's S-P-I-C-Y underscore M-A-R-I. I don't know, I don't know what that was. <laughs> or go to thespicylife.com. Yeah, but thank Super you guys sulfur. for tuning in to Black Hollywood Live <laughs> here on BHL. We always are going to bring you the truth about sex. Let's talk about sex, baby. Uh. Let's talk about you and me. Thank you, Todd, so much for coming in. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Todd Valentine in the house. We learned so much. Oh, we're going to. From producers Maria Menounos, Dario Kristen, Tiana Hobson, Kevin Undergaro, and the entire BHL crew, we would like to thank you for supporting Black Hollywood Live, the first online broadcast network dedicated to African-American entertainment. For questions and comments, contact us at info at blackhollywoodlive.com. Like us on Facebook, tweet us, or Instagram us at BHL Online. And I'm your BHL announcer, Scipio. Instagram me at Planet Scipio. Thank you for tuning in. Hollywood Redefined. Get Maria's new book, The Every Girl's Guide to Diet and Fitness. Get those rock hard abs.
The views expressed here are those of the host owner and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals.